yo everybody welcome back we are we are back once again with the front row podcast episode number six dante we've done this a sixth time wow incredible i know it's the biggest pot in six weeks we've turned it into one of the biggest podcasts in america oh absolutely i think we've gained about 10 followers on apple podcasts which is you know hey i love it i love it Maybe a couple of those are my immediate family, but you know, yeah. a couple of those are me with different accounts. Yeah, right. I know I've created like 50 burner accounts. A friend of mine actually does that. Um, he does like those uh, those recommended accounts that you'll get from like it's like sex workers on OnlyFans, but they're like uh-huh. meme pages. And then they'll occasionally throw in like a picture of a girl like with her big ass. And it's like her her name is so and so. And her OnlyFans is free, you know, oh. something like that. Yeah. So he does those and he creates all these extra burner accounts so that um, he basically uh, comments into all of his posts. It's That's huge- how he does. It. I know which friend you're talking about. I follow yeah, yeah. Should we accounts. say it out loud or should we not? <laughs> I don't know if we no, want let's to not expose do it. it. Let's not do it. Um, but yeah, so that's what he does. And uh, so he's followed me from a, from a bunch of his burner accounts. It's pretty funny. So nice. that's like half our subscribers at this point. It's just fraudulent tell to, burners. Tell them to get on the Dante Greco show wagon. I there need you go. All right, I will. I'll send him a. I'll send him a text. Um. So, how are you, brother? How's your I'm... week going? Sorry to everybody. We're we should have done our episode a couple of days ago. We've been a little delayed, but uh, we are back. How are you, Dante? What have you been up to? Update the people. I'm great. I was back in the field this week, and uh, I got a couple of good interviews. I talked to Evan Ross, the son of Diana Ross, about Beyonce and her ableist lyrics. You know, got a couple of good videos on my page about that. And uh, yeah, that the huge real story. huge, the real wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort, had some choice words for President Biden and uh, his handling of the economy right now. So I, it's I great. Go that. check it out. Um, that's that's like his whole thing now is him and they they're they're all on the Biden train. But I saw that he uh, the, the the anti-Biden train. But I did see that he gave you some sound financial advice, which was just make as much money as you can. Yeah, he said, keep Great making advice. money. <laughs> I was Great like, advice, how? What do you appreciate it? Yeah, th- we know that. But how? Right. Yeah. I saw that quote and I'm like. Is that really your answer? Or are you just trying to get away from Dante? You're just done with the interview. <laughs> you know what, though? That's the type of quote that like financial millionaire mindset, Instagram and LinkedIn influencers will be like, that's it. That's all it is. Just keep right. making more money, dude. It's Grind. that simple. Grind hard. Right. Really what it, what it is, is it's that whole theory of speaking something into existence. It's like. Uh, the LeVar, the LeVar Ball thing about getting his kids to the NBA, speaking it into existence. If yeah. you just say, oh, you just make as much money as you can over and over and over again, it just it'll happen. Yeah. But, well, it worked it, for LeVar. So I guess maybe there is something yeah. to it. But I, it didn't work out for Jordan so much. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was uh, oh, it's funny that we mentioned Wolf of Wall Street because the Dodgers have been doing this is way off topic, but they've been doing a celebration of the. uh the microphone thing that Leo does in that movie where he's given the speech of I'm not going anywhere. Like I'm not fucking leaving. Nice. And he starts, he starts banging the microphone on his head. Yeah. yeah I heard that. I heard that's Anyways. how Vin Scully died. He was trying to do that. And his, his head was too weak to, uh, to make <laughs> don't it. do it. Don't go there. This is, uh, Oh my God. I can't dig it. Vin Scully is a national treasure. Okay. Was, um, I know. I just love how many, uh, all the posts and the postmortems about Vince Scully and you know 
when people die. Where are you when they're alive, guys? Where are you when they're alive? Right. Um, uh, speaking of uh, celebrities or people coming out and showing support for somebody, the big, big story of this week that obviously is uh, we, we could not do a whole episode without talking about is um, Brittany Griner of is it faces some pretty serious dire situation right now yeah He's just sentenced to nine years in russian jail for um possession of hashish uh, hashish oil uh i guess what was it at the airport that she got I, I caught i totally forget but yeah they they pulled her out and you know she had yeah. like a tiny amount just, for medical purposes right said. of course medical right yeah. but still it's uh, a non-violent crime and you know, it's not like she was smuggling arms into Russia or something, but damn, uh, brutal situation she finds herself in. Yeah, I mean, laws in Russia make no, they can do whatever they want over there. They, I don't think, they, the law is whatever Putin wants it to be over there. Here's the thing, Jesse, you know, there was talk about exchanging Victor Bout, the merchant of death for Brittany right. Griner and all that. And, and like, we knew it was going to happen, but we also always knew that they were going to drag this out. You know, they want to prosecute her. They want to put her through the trial. They want to convict her and threaten her with the prison sentence before they're going to uh, do the prisoner swap. So I think she'll be out soon, but they just, they had to go through the whole process. Right. Um, so for those of you who don't know what was going on is, there was talk about uh, so people don't know who Victor Bout is. He was an arms dealer for Russia who was arrested in the United States. But so she is basically being held almost like a political prisoner in a way. And which is kind of why I support her, because I just feel like she's she's getting such a raw deal in this that she's being used in this way. Was it stupid of Brittany Griner to go into Russia with a shish oil if it, you know like should she have known this was illegal yes absolutely just very bad decision on her part um but does that mean that she deserves what she's getting right now i think is where i differ with a lot of people on the internet who are who are talking about this um but the the deal is is that so biden actually took to uh spoke out this morning was it this morning or yesterday uh, uh i think it was this probably, morning yeah or it might have been yesterday it he just yesterday, found out he about called it, the, the, the ruling unacceptable and vowed to get her home as soon as possible and also mentioned the uh other american prisoner in russia named paul whelan who is being um mentioned in these sort of like bartering talks to to exchange for victor bout and it seems very likely, even though this is a bad situation for her, it does seem likely that she's going to come home. Like, I think that the deal is going to be made. I think that it's just too much of a there's too much of a public outcry at this point. But. do So you you seem to think that this was being used by Russia as like a political ploy to gain as much leverage on the United States as possible. Right. That's sort of where are, are you and I kind of in alignment on that. Yeah, see, Russia is like the Brooklyn Nets right now. They're trying to get as much leverage as possible. And um, the thing is. She. Here, here's what I was thinking. 
They better release her. They better do the swap because these Russian oligarchs are the ones who bankroll the 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 NBA or WNBA. You know, I don't know the name of the Russian women's league over there, but like they they put up the money for these sports leagues where American professional athletes go and play in their off seasons. So, what American athlete is ever going to return to Russia to play professionally over there? Now, I've been seeing a lot of people saying this. that. Yeah. And they say that it's if anyone's going to take Putin down, it's going to have to be the oligarchs from within. This is the type of stuff I think that pisses them off. They've already lost their yachts. They're being sanctioned all over the world. Their kids are being kicked out of expensive universities. Now they can't get their American athletes to come over and entertain them. Uh, this is the type of stuff I believe that is going to push them over the edge. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I mean, this is sort of the same deal with like, almost going to china right now um but obviously this is much more serious just because of the uh, the implications of the the background of the ukraine war sort of highlighting all of this yeah um so but did you so i you sent me this and i i do want to go through it because we got to see a little bit about if if she is not exchanged um this is where she's going to be living for a while yeah and Look at this. I think this they filmed is... the the latest season of Stranger Things at this prison. Right. It, it, that's exactly what I thought. It, it looks like the prison that Hopper was in. Yeah. And so this is a inside Brittany Griner's possible new home in Russian that, prison. She has to live with hippos, apparently. What, what was that? <laughs> um, Look at that, though. It it looks exactly like the Stranger Things prison, actually. Yeah. Um, this is yeah, like this a does video not look game. Fun. It looks cold and uncomfortable. Fuck. Um, so this is the outside, this, these are the women that are in, what are they like forced to cover up or it's just so cold? Probably uh, both. Um, and you compare this to where Ghislaine Maxwell is going to be living in Florida. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This really looks like a concentration camp or something. It does. Um, oh, so they have female officers there too. Okay. Uh, I mean, at least it's that, at least it's not a bunch of men. <laughs> you oh, know. listen they could be they could be quite cruel i'm sure yeah. um video footage facility shows towering gray walls topped with barbed wires and gives a glimpse inside of a sewing factory where dozens of women appear to be working um oh they have a big statue of vladimir lenin outside <laughs> that's good that's, a, that's one of your oh activities you get it looks like a uh, that. A, a pot like where you go to uh repo your car yeah so yeah, this is where she's gonna be. Jesus Christ! Sorry, somebody's outside like drilling right now. I can't um, hear anything. It's fine. Um, yeah, this is her in jail. Yeah, so this is not a good situation. So that's just a little glimpse of where she could possibly be staying. But the the kind of the big story that's happening right now is all the celebrities that are coming forward and showing support to Britney, uh, urging uh. U.S. officials or whatever can be possibly done to get her out of this situation, to get her home. And uh, starts right now with Justin Bieber's back in the news. Uh, I wasn't aware of this until until you notified me about it. Um, so he's one of the top names, including people like Kyrie Irving and, uh, you know, um, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris. Yeah. Many people are coming out in support of Brittany. And I mean, it's a little weird to me that 
it took her being convicted and sentenced for now everybody to make the big public outcry because we talked about this a few weeks ago like where are these celebrities you know spearheading the movement to get britney griner out they waited right. until she was convicted like what is that i mean i i'm sure she appreciates the support but at the same time like you should have been beating the drum all year since we found out about this right because like what we were talking about a few weeks ago when we discussed this was like this isn't going to end well for her people it's almost like people were surprised by the verdict or something just assuming that she was going to be okay because it's just hashish oil it's not a non it's a non-violent crime but we were like fully aware like no this is not going to be good for her she's she's going to get a big sentence and it's going to be used to barter for a russian like enemy of our country essentially yeah and, a completely just lopsided deal here and it's she's not just here's the thing that that bothers me is she's not just like a victim of this situation yes she committed a crime i get it and she should have been smarter than that but she's not just a victim of the sentence she's gonna come home like and be hated like the vitriol towards her is like she's essentially like half the country is gonna fucking hate her now i don't get and, that at all like how can you every american should at least agree that no american should be locked up in a russian prison right on some bullshit hashish charge i mean what is well, I, I i know i saw trump saying like oh she was drugged up and went over there like come on i know it's trump but still it's it comes down to a lot of people are upset about her kneeling for the national anthem and talking about and supporting Colin Kaepernick and yeah. how divisive that was. So a lot of people I've seen a lot of comments saying like, oh, now she knows, you know, what uh, how lucky she is to live in America. And I'm like, OK, I get that. But, dude, you also realize how many people in the United States are still incarcerated on on possession of marijuana charges, like have served like multi-decade sentences for that shit and you're trying to say that like she has it she oh that's how how good she has it like this might have happened if she was crossing into texas yeah. if she had flown into texas something similar might have happened exactly so, this has happened to people for for 50 60 70 years in this country they've been getting yeah. longer sentences than this so like little... is america a great country yes of course it is compared to russia sure but i mean like let's not act like the the, the hashish uh ruling here is like all that different from what we did up until like the past 10 years ago like it's only become like more and more accepted in america like within the past decade it's not this is not some like yeah and okay. only in certain states like there's still right. parts of the country where you definitely don't want to be caught with hashish oil or cannabis oil whatever the hell it is the, the ruling would probably be just as harsh to be honest or may, maybe not just as harsh but something similar it's not it, this has nothing to do with the fact that like she should be grateful where she lives. This has to do with the fact that she's being used as like a political pawn. Essentially. Yeah. And, and now look, Justin Bieber is saying, hey, look, if anyone knows of any way I can help, please let me know. Now, most people are going to sit there and say, oh, shut up, Justin. What are you going to do? You just saw this while you were scrolling through your social media. And now you're speaking out. But I think he could actually make a difference. Getting back to what I said earlier about these oligarchs. They've got daughters who have big, lavish birthday parties. Like, what if Bieber said, look, I'm going to go over there and give a full-fledged concert 
and and actually like be into it you know like he's not into his concerts that he has to do on his tours but i'm gonna go over there and give it my all for free to whatever russian oligarch can pull some spring strings and get britney out of there he actually could make quite a difference that's that's probably true and you know who else could who else can make quite a difference is donald trump because he knows a lot of those oligarchs too. They're they're his buddies. Come on, let's we we all know it's true. I, listen, I was thinking that just as a political move, like to undercut Biden. How great oh. would it be for Donald if he freed Britney? He wouldn't right free Britney. He wouldn't do it because too many people that are on his side of the aisle probably are not fans of Britney Griner. Although, if they could see an opportunity to like use this as like a uh, like a freedom issue of some kind and as if they could turn it into a right-wing issue it would work really well i Listen, think he could change their minds we saw it early on in his in his first campaign with the the john mccain thing about the war heroes and everyone was like oh my god right. he's gonna lose his supporters no they'll fall in line he could get britney back it would be a great thing it wouldn't be great for biden but it would be a great thing for uh, america and on a personal level for trump's upcoming campaign probably yeah probably would so yep anyways as of right now we still don't know um what's gonna happen it seems like there's probably gonna be a deal but uh yeah. you know whether or Listen, not you you agree with her or not you, you don't like her politics or not she's an american citizen let's just hope she gets home safely and let's also free all the non-violent drug offenders in the united states too you know by the way that weren't distributing and creating like actual uh addiction issues in the United States just people who had possession let's get them out as well let's do that and just one more to go back to the Trump thing one more time he successfully brought auto warm beer back from North Korea oh, he that's was brained right. he was brain dead and he died shortly afterward but he got him back I forget that's right <laughs> he's the man for the job clearly oh my god we got it. Yeah, is I do it miss is terrible, the, the Trump, uh, like Kim Jong Un summits or the Trump Putin summits that are always po on television. Pelosi just went to the DMZ. It just oh. wasn't the same. It what wasn't. Is, I the know, same but as what Donald. an idiot! Why, she's uh, it's such a selfish move. All that was it was such a self-serving move. Why is she in Taiwan? Is that to get? Uh, is she? Does this have something to do with you know stocks that she's going to invest in? Everyone's oh, probably. Always accusing yeah. her of that. Oh, what her and her husband that? have uh, you know. They're probably investing in some sort of new Taiwanese tech company, and you know right. they need to know when it's going to uh, hit the market so that they can make their legendary trades that they always seem to conveniently is, make. Is Nvidia opening up a, a chip factory in Taiwan? Why is oh she there? God. Anyways, um, to go back to celebrities uh, showing support for public figures of some kind who have been in public figures in let's say controversy in the news uh you you made me aware of this i was not aware of it but i guess some celebrities are starting to remove their likes from uh johnny depp post that That's was right. uh so so to go back so johnny depp what it was he posted an instagram post after the trial had ended with him and amber heard and he got a bunch of celebrities to basically like his post and show some support and now we're seeing that some of those likes are are from like Reddit, you know, these Reddit sleuths, online detectives have created like lists of all the celebrities. So uh, that liked the post. So now we're seeing that those likes are not there anymore. Do I have that correct? No, that's correct. Likes have disappeared from Johnny's celebratory post. 
Got it. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Let's see which celebs jumped ship. Yeah, so this is... And talk about why. It, and this frustrates me a little bit because... You know, where look if, at that you're, picture if you have such Johnny, a problem... Go ahead. I'm just saying, look at that picture of him up at the top of the page. He, facial hair... Any man I who know. gets older should have facial hair. That's a bad, that's bad lighting, first of all. But yeah, he he does look better with facial hair, doesn't he? Any older man should have facial hair, not just Johnny, any older man. You ever look right. at Paul McCartney? He looks like my grandma, you know? That's Grow why that's back. why I always have a beard now, because it's going a little gray. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, I'm just like, as my skin starts to like, I get more wrinkles in my forehead and stuff. I just need facial hair here to just keep a good, consistent uh, healthy look because if you shave, you just expose too much. You see too much of your skin, and it's like yeah, screw it. I want to keep yeah. this up here. It's like a nice little mask I have on. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Newsweek did an article that you sent me, and a host of celebrities have appeared uh, appear to have withdrawn their likes from Johnny Depp's post trial statement on Instagram two months after he emerged victorious from his defamation court battle against ex wife Amber Heard. So. This is the post right here that Johnny posted, and this was the day after the trial, I believe, or shortly after, or the day of uh, the, the verdict. And he said, six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people for who for many, many years have supported and believed in me were forever changed, all in the blink of an eye. False, very serious, and criminal allegations were leveled at me via the media, which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content, although no charges were ever brought up against me. It had already traveled around the world twice within a nanosecond, and it had seismic impact on my life and career. Six years later, the jury gave me my life back, and I'm truly humbled. My decision to pursue this case, knowing very well the height of the legal hurdles that I would be facing and the inevitable worldwide spectacle into my life, was only made after considerable thought. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this one was to reveal the truth, or this, what the hell does that say? This case bringing was to reveal the truth, case, yeah. regardless of the outcome. Speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children and to all those who have remained as steadfast in their support of me. I feel at peace knowing I have finally accomplished that. So that's the full tweet that Johnny Depp put out. And wow, look at that. Almost 20 million likes. 20 million likes. And I noticed this at the time, which is why this story interests me, because I remember seeing all these celebrity likes on the post and from like a lot of women too, like a lot of female celebrities who had who had liked this post. Um and I noticed that Jason Momoa had liked this post, who is Amber Heard's co-star in Aquaman uh, 1 and supposedly 2. We don't know if her role has been cut yet. Um, but then I looked at Amber Heard's post that she also did the same day. Like they basically simultaneously released these statements. And Jason Momoa had also liked hers. So it was sort of he was taking doing like a both sides thing a little bit, just like happy the case was over. Yeah. And. But I did notice all of the likes from celebrities that weren't on Amber Heard's page, right? And some names are people like Paul McCartney and Kate Moss, obviously, the, the yeah. RNC. But these um, are, and, yeah, go, ahead. Go, go right down this. They, there's a Twitter thread 
about which stars have unliked his post. Right, and we should uh, point out this woman, Camila, on uh, on Twitter is an Amber Heard supporter, so we should point that out. Don't go to her page and like harass her because of this, but just this is this is where the information's coming from. So like that just needs to be cleared up. But names in there were people like Elle Fanning, Bella Hadid, Orlando Bloom, Robert Downey Jr., Zoe Deutsch, Sophie Turner, Joey King, that that had liked the post initially. And so what is it? So now there have been um unsealed court documents paid by Johnny Depp's porters online that have led to certain information coming out that were not part of the televised trial. They were basically like remitted, omitted because of hearsay objections or whatever. And now all of a sudden, because this information has come out, these likes are, are, are gone. And what exactly do, do you know specifically like which ones, the uh, like which pieces of information have led to uh, this sort of, unfollowing of Depp's post, if you will. Yeah, keep scrolling down so we can get the specifics, but it's basically he wanted to use the fact that Amber had briefly worked at a strip club before becoming famous in right. the trial. And uh, he texted Marilyn Manson about her. Um, and it also, it was also released that he was, uh, the Disney executives were frustrated with his behavior. You know, if I was Johnny Depp, I'd be sitting there saying like, guys, chill. Like the trial's over. Don't <laughs> fundraise to release anything else, please. It's a messy thing. Like, what the hell are you doing? Right. Because now people are seeing like, hey, you know, he's he's got some problems of his own. Basically. Well, I mean, I think I, I will say in like defense of that, I think everybody kind of knew that Johnny Depp had some issues. And that was all kind of revealed in the case itself that he had like drug problems that he had some very unfortunate text messages that he would send people that like in a without context look really, really bad. But with the right context, you can kind of, okay, that makes, that makes a little more sense. Right. But this stuff is, was objected to being shown for like a reason for legal reasons and unsealing this. I, I'm not going to say it's had any sort of like uh, opposite effect that the fault that, Johnny Depp supporters wanted it to have. It's just that it's it's creating sort of like that Hollywood fear that you have of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't dip my toes into this. Like, but I don't understand why would you think that this changes anything about this case? About this case? Well, the thing like, why is, why would it change your? Why would this inform your opinion versus all the other stuff that you saw in the case? Like, you kind of should have made up your mind by now. Like, stick to your guns. If you're gonna put a like there, or if you're gonna show support for somebody, don't. The trial settled all of this. Like, it shouldn't change your mind just because like some extra documents were released. Yeah, I mean the trial's over. Amber has to pay the judgment and she had to sell her house in Yucca Valley. You know, she's, she's doing it. And as far as the celebrities unliking it, we all know that celebrities will put their attention towards things that are popular. And then when those things become unpopular, they will back away from it. You know, like, Oh no, now we shouldn't like Johnny Depp because of these no documents. Unlike, unlike uh, it is, it's something of a statement because by now everybody knows that you can tell 
like everything on the internet is forever. So we all knew right. that you liked it in the first place. So if you unlike it, you're saying something, even if you don't make an official public statement. I wonder, is this their PR people suggested it or did they actually yeah. think it like a Robert Downey Jr.? Is he really sitting there thinking, oh, let me unlike this now? You know? Yeah, I think that just I think that's a good point, because I've been thinking about this a lot and how like I can use this channel to sort of communicate how my experience adds some uh, level of insight to how this industry works. And just everybody has to remember every time something like this happens. Um, all right, we're gonna have to after this topic, we're gonna uh, go to a new zoom. Every single time something like this happens. Uh, there's always PR involved. A celebrity's likes are are very likely their likes and their tweets and th- you know every piece of social media are very likely on the spreadsheet of some uh, pu- publicist or personal assistant of some kind, where you can sort of see like all of the social media, all the publications, everything that this person has ever done, so that you're aware of this stuff when something pops up. If a controversy like this pops up down the road. Very likely, I would say almost like 100% that these are publicist PR decisions, more so than like these celebrities deciding to. It's too coincidental because all these people, a lot of them are in a, they're in the same pool. They all draw from like the same pool of publicists and people. They're all talking to each other. All these publicists are talking to each other. And if there's like one person who's, who's in a movie with one guy and then that guy's in another movie with this person, they're all in kind of communication with each other about this stuff. Yeah, it's calculated. Like I looked at, you know, it says Joey King removed her like well she's got a movie coming out this weekend bullet train with brad pitt right they don't want right. her sitting there and being questioned hey you like johnny depp's post but now it came out that he wanted to use that amber was a stripper or blah 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 it's just like look just right yeah. unlike it and that was me that was it. too much for you that he was gonna try to use that but it, you know it's like there was so much stuff that you could have like planted your flag on and this is right here it says uh that momoa liked both statements of herd and depp um I mean, at the same time, look, he's trying to win the trial. You right. know, when you're at war like that, you're going to use your, or you're going to try to use anything possible. They didn't end up using it, but right. You're going to, you're going to, it's like the all is fair in, in love and war. So, right? um, just to, to cap this off, none of the celebrities mentioned in this post who have removed their likes have publicly issued statements on why their likes no longer appear on Depp's post. In the Twitter thread, it was suggested that recent unsealing of the 6,000 pages of court documents relating to Telva's trial has led to a number of people changing their stance on supporting Depp. Some of the bombshell allegations uncovered documents include claims that Depp frustrated Disney executives with his behavior on the set of the fifth Pirates film, uh, which has become like a topic now about how he was hard to work with. And I, they did bring that up in the trial too, but how he was hard to work with, how he was like on drugs and he wasn't showing up on time. He was, you know, just all sorts of stuff have popped up. It's like, okay, now you think he's hard to work with. All that shit was already in the trial. How is this changing yeah. your... And like, who's going to get upset about it? Who really cares if yeah. the Disney executives got upset? It, it doesn't bother me that people are uh, have an issue with Depp. That doesn't bother me. Like, I can, I can understand some both sides of this a little bit. What bothers me is that, like, where were these people then to, like, take a stance on stuff? Like, this, this, this stuff that was unsealed, like, yeah, there is some bombshell stuff in there, but it shouldn't, it just, for me, it just shouldn't inform your opinion about the case. Like, everything that happened in the case should inform your opinion about it. And um just 
just annoying. It just shows how fake and phony and how just like cutthroat Hollywood can be is people will just turn on you in a dime if they see any sort of small benefit to it. It's just a it's a brutal industry what's, that way. What's this deeply personal medical issue that the uh, herd supporters are mocking him about? Let's, let's um, click on so that. this new information has mostly reflected poorly on Depp. Legal experts have said legal experts have said like so what legal experts are just sitting around analyzing these uh, court documents. Yeah, that's their um, opinion. And so it has led to herd supporters mocking the screen star for deeply personal medical issue that was alleged in the documents. So, oh, oh. so it was it's because Johnny Depp had erectile dysfunction. Oh, Sorry. God damn it. He needs to get some new genics. Okay. Is that an article? So Amber Heard fans slammed for mocking Johnny Depp erectile dysfunction claim. So that's so. It's it's bad enough that he's being, uh, you know. I don't believe celebrities are turning real... on him, but they're turning on him because he has erectile dysfunction. How dare that's just you one step too far in Hollywood. His... Your penis better yeah. be working if you're going to work <laughs> in this town. <laughs> that is so messed up that people are unliking his post because he's got ED. Right. Listen, I don't believe he has erectile dysfunction. It's he's called also in his whiskey late 50s. dick. Yeah, he's in his late 50s. It's called whiskey dick, or in his case, <laughs> wine dick. The guy who drinks, he sometimes he gets it up, sometimes he doesn't. I'm sure that's how it was. Well, it's just funny that um, you know, they'd be upset about releasing uh uh her record as a her her history as like an exotic dancer or whatever, and then at the same time bash Johnny Depp for for his dick not working. Look, it goes both ways, guys. Exactly. <laughs> every this was just hardball every like dante said they were just playing hardball it is gross i i admit it it's it's gross um you don't want this stuff out there and uh, it's probably slut shaming amber a little bit i get it um, but like what kind of shaming is that what dick shame like what is that when you're making fun of a guy for having it's erectile like um it's like simp shaming or something you're like you're making Huck? him less of a man you're emasculating him erection shaming like what yeah. is this so anyways that's what's uh that's what's going on with that so uh, we will update you guys when i'm sure uh, johnny depp doesn't care you know the thing is some of those celebrities he probably knows personally and has friendships with some he doesn't i doubt him and zoe deutsch or bella Hadid have a personal relationship so i don't think it would bother him and if robert downey jr unliked it it's a phone call hey it's like, hey, Jesse, you know, everyone found out that you have erectile dysfunction, so I got to unlike your latest post, okay? You can understand that, right? It's a public thing. They know God, the game. I, mean, I don't, I don't want to go back down that road again. That was, that was, that was a saw, tough time for me. Jesse, everyone found out that you worked as a stripper before this podcast, and I, I know I, I, I was a stripper with erectile dysfunction. Needless to say, I wasn't very good. <laughs> That's right. You worked in a, a nursing home circuit. And on the topic of controversies, um and people things being removed as if it never happened um are you a fan of dc comic book movies or the dc cinematic universe that's a hard no okay so you're a marvel guy through and through i don't like marvel either okay i don't like any of it it's enough can we stop 
with the superhero movies. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Go ahead. Gotcha. You, your Dante spends his time just watching old musicals like Singing in the Rain and <laughs> Sound of Music. That's your. That's all you're gonna catch him watching. I'm a big Liberace guy. Yeah. There you go. Well, so uh, the movie Batgirl is apparently just being completely axed. It's not being released, even though it was like basically done with production. They were they were just about to wrap it up. Uh, it was nearing the end of principal photography, and they just decided to axe the movie. I yeah, mean, they even the, they had already released like um, promotional material for it, and that this movie's it, just been been axed. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, what, what did they spend like ninety million dollars to make it? They're just shutting yeah. it down, huh? In terms of why this movie was uh, axed, has nothing to do with whether or not fans actually wanted it or not um because this actually goes so much deeper and I, I i had no idea about this i wasn't even aware that there was a merger taking place but so warner brothers merged with discovery the discovery channel which is just discovery now and it seems like what's happening here is is that the discovery ceo has like a real hard on for just destroying hbo max uh and, and it which is which is bizarre but they've basically like started like cutting into the HBO Max staff. They've canceled a bunch of HBO Max um, like shows and movies have been pulled. And it's it just seems like there's like a calculated effort here to basically for for discovery to be the top dog in terms of streaming services, which is which is really bizarre. So that's where all this is coming from right now. And. What the hell is that? Like, why do would you HBO Max is good? They got right. good shows and good movies. Why are you destroying? It? I've checked out Discovery Plus. Unless you feel like sitting and watching alone on the History Channel all day long, there's not much there for you. For for those who aren't aware, uh, Discovery and HBO Max, uh, or Discovery and Warner Brothers had a merger, and uh, it just seems like the speculation right now is with all the the properties and the shows and the movies that. Are being canned that this seems like a calculated effort by this guy the ceo of discovery who is basically you know trying to hide under the guise of um you know that we're just we just don't believe in the content that's being put out but it really does seem like they're trying to leapfrog hbo max in terms of streaming services almost like not trying to bankrupt it but they're gutting the staff they're gutting the content um, this is, it shows right here, a list of like all the projects that are being, um, uh, yeah. axed. I have a list of them too, but I mean, look, is it possible that this movie just isn't good? Well, yeah, it's possible. Maybe they don't um, want their first big DC project on after the, the two streaming services get together to be some piece of shit. It's possible, but so this is what the guy said. There are these are brands that are known everywhere around the world, and as part of that, we are going to focus on quality. This is about the DC characters. We're going to focus on quality. DC is something that we think we could make better, and we're focused on it now. Um, strongly implying that Batgirl was not up to the standard that he believes is necessary for adaptations of the wider comic book property. The objective is to grow the DC brand, the DC characters, but also our job is to protect the DC brand. Um, and what's funny is, so he mentions Black Adam, Shazam 2, and The Flash 
as movies that he's very excited about. But what I don't understand how they're still stand they they're they're canceling Batgirl, but they're still standing by Ezra Miller and really and plan to release that movie. That's the most bizarre aspect of all of this to me. Yeah, I don't understand. Real quick, I want to talk about Ezra Miller, but I don't understand how in 2022 they're making a movie called Black Adam. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> like, imagine I pitched that Black they, Adam. They ch- African American Adam. Who is he? Is it is it a a black superhero or what is no it's uh so the rock is playing black adam he's basically like the rival to shazam and he's a uh he's like a god from another world he was like gifted these like powers that like basically the same powers that shazam has and uh they're basically i think that they're trying to build it so that black adam and shazam will eventually square off that seems to be the plan okay well but What's interesting is so the the Batgirl director shared images from the movie. I think it, he's clearly uh, upset about this. So Adil LRB shared images of Leslie Grace's Batgirl standing face to face with Michael Keaton in the movie. It seems like this is his way of like letting people know like what they're what they're getting screwed out of seeing right now. LRB's Instagram story shows Grace and Keaton in their full costumes. The now canceled film would have featured Keaton returning as Batman and Bruce Wayne, a revival of his role from the Tim Burton era of Batman films. Um, This would be one of the two different occasions he'd wear the cowl for DCEU. He's set to also play Batman in the upcoming Ezra Miller Flash movie. Um, It was so Batgirl was planned to be a smaller scale DC movie and was produced on a tighter budget than the like of Justice League. And now it won't even see the light of day on streaming services, never mind a theatrical release. So this this is basically all we're going to get uh, from this movie is this, are these images. So this is, there's going to be another documentary. I don't know if you ever saw it. Um, it was directed by, oh God, I forget his name. He died like a couple of years ago, but it was called The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? And, is it the Nicolas Cage version? Yes, it's a documentary about the Tim Burton Nicolas Cage Superman movie that was being produced. It was in pre-production, but they never made it. It got axed last minute. And uh, it talks all about that. This is going to be another one of those things, except, except it's the opposite. There's going to be an actual movie out there that is sitting on a shelf that's just never going to see the light of day. It's really weird that they're not saying we're going to shelve it for now and like re-edit it or maybe do some yeah, reshoots. Yeah, just gone so, all together. Yeah, just like reshoot it with some green screen shit. You know, they could easily do it. It seems very kind of personal and vindictive in a way. It does, because if you don't like a movie, you just do reshoots. We see that all the time. We saw that with Suicide Squad. We saw that with Justice League. Like when you invest this kind of money, you just do reshoots. It's basically just taking the loss on the money, not even trying to recoup it. That says to me... They either hate this movie so much that they're willing to just lose like $90 million or whatever it was, or they've got a per this guy has a personal gripe that he's trying to yeah, he's trying so- to, to settle here. And this movie's this- just caught in the crosshairs of it. Sounds like another move for Elon Musk to keep strengthening his fan base. If he bought this movie and just released it in Tesla's. Right. Well, it won't, but it wouldn't improve the relationship with his father, which is really all he's trying to do. He's just trying <laughs> to get his dad, daddy to love him. Yeah. But let's get back to what you were saying about how the flash with Ezra Miller is still going forward. Now, again, I don't follow this. It's just not my thing, but I 
am always upset to read about Ezra Miller because he, I feel like he's been forced into my life. And I don't understand what Hollywood and these executives obsession is with Ezra Miller and continuing to give him work and keep his projects moving full steam ahead. The guy is a freak weirdo. Obviously he's got some kind of disorder, but that's not an excuse for his behavior. Somebody has got to get him in line or they, and, um, uh, he must have like, he must have an Epstein operation going on where he's got compromat on all these Hollywood executives. There's just no way. Like what is, why, why is he, they, they, God damn it. See, now he's fucking me up. Cause I got to remember right. to call him. They, Oh, you're fucked. They, they. Dude. You're, you're canceled. <laughs> uh, that, that, what you just did is way worse than your, uh, your drone strike joke. <laughs> exactly. I'm, um, but yeah, I mean, Buzzfeed did an article about this. Um, basically about why uh, Ezra Miller is still being considered or that the movie is still a greenlit. Um, when you have all these other movies like Scoob, a holiday haunt that's being axed. Um, but you're, you know, it, which only costs $40 million, right? Like, does yeah. this really have to do with content, the content, the quality of the content? It just doesn't make any sense to me. You'd still release it because you're, you already made the investment into it. Is it possible that the guy, the, the Discovery CEO, has had the issue that we've all had with HBO Max, where it goes out at an important time and you can't even press rewind. And if you rewind two or three times, it exits out of the whole movie and then you got to like relaunch the app and all that shit. And he's just pissed with it and he wants to scrap it. Does he has that, a vend that has I could a support him against all platforms that don't allow him to like use his cousin's password or whatever yeah. to, uh, to use the account. It's weird though. Ezra Miller, what? He's not even a good actor. He's okay. So, what he's not, what, what's the Ezra Miller, Miller thing? I don't understand. It, it's very strange that they're so unwilling to move off of this. My speculation of this is, is that the movie must be fucking awesome. It must be such a good movie that they're willing to go through this, this media barrage that they're probably about to face. Because Dante, when this movie gets released, Ezra Miller is going to have to do press junkets and he's going to have to do like, they're going to have to have a movie that's released. Do you really think they're going to put him on Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. How are you going to have out? a funny interview on Fallon? Like, yeah, I, I highly doubt he's getting Fallon. I highly doubt he's getting Gordon. I highly doubt he even gets Seth Meyers, to be honest. Like, there's there's no way they're going to put him out there, but they are still going to put the movie out. I mean, how often is it that you actually see a movie that's released where they can't even use the star to promote it? The only recent comp that I can think of is that Kenneth Branagh remake of Death on the Nile, um, or, yeah, Death of the Nile on the Nile with Army Hammer, and they basically like removed him from um, like certain promotional material and the, the shots that they use of him in the movie are more like profile shots. They tried to remove as many shots of him as possible. And he's like one of the most important characters of the movie too. Yeah. He's, well, don't, he's in it the whole time. Don't forget about Ansel Elgort and how he tanked West Side Story's chances with his scandals. You know, they couldn't send him out either. What happened with Ansel Elgore? I forget about that. He had some kind of weird, like, woman accusing him of something and uh, one of those situations. And, you know, he was toxic. They couldn't put him out there. Right. 
well thank the whole movie but i mean not that the movie was good i didn't see it but i'm, I'm it sure was, the cinematography was great you know everyone like, said really... it was just an exercise it was like a jerk off it was like an exercise in just showing off like spielberg right. being like look i can recreate spielberg has lost it by the way jesse can we i know uh, i don't know he we hasn't made a, a good movie if you want we should because i want to do an in-depth dive into how spielberg has only made two good movies in the entire 21st century catch me if you can is one of them that's one and the second one, a lot of people disagree with me, Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln's good. Um, yeah. I got to think, I did like Ready Player One. I got I did like that movie. It's but, good, but it's not great. Well, it's not a typical Spielberg movie either. It's very much uh, like a, it's like a YA movie, which is yeah. kind of off of his. Uh, I'm just typical. pissed. Like Ready Player One, I understand. I'm pissed when he starts doing the horse movie and then the Rin Tin Tin and um yeah i can't pin down like what type it's like he wants to make so many different type of movies i can't really pin down what his style is anymore whereas yeah. like the pre uh 1995 spielberg you very much knew that he was in like the fantasy mystery side of things or like the uh the pulp the the throwback style of filmmaking yeah so no. anyways we'll do, we'll do an episode on that let's do it so uh, whenever the next Spielberg movie is coming out, we'll do it. So, um, yeah, so it remains to be seen what's going to happen with this Flash movie. But as of right now, they're still moving forward with it and scrapping Batgirl, which the star of Batgirl is, doesn't seem to be problematic to me, at least from what I've heard of her. So they must really like this Flash movie to go forward or or this goes more into the tinfoil hat of this discovery merger is that this discovery guy wants to tank HBO max so badly that he's willing to go forward with the flash and basically force HBO max employees to like promote the film and just completely toxify their brand to, to collapse it. And then discovery takes over as the big streaming service. Is it possible that this guy is a racist and he was like black bat girl. Uh, uh, well, that's, that, that is very possible. Listen, if we see Batgirl come back in a couple of years with a white Batgirl, then we're going to know what it, what it was really all about. I may never get a job again in this business. Right. If we talk like this, but you know what? You better hope this podcast takes off. Yeah. Is it possible that maybe he was, he, he's confused? He thinks it's the 2002 Catwoman with Halle Berry. Right. He's like, no, we're not putting that piece of shit out again. Are you crazy? <laughs> Didn't she, uh, she accepted a Razzie for that, for that movie, I think. That was she like did. the best publicity that movie ever got yeah um i don't know I yeah feel bad. i mean i feel bad for the bad girl girl what's her name oh it's at the top here sorry it like, is um leslie grace leslie grace yes thank you yeah, that's you, how much i've researched this topic yeah well, so you're just as racist as the head of discovery um yeah, so we'll see we'll see but it's like, uh but like when this type of thing happens i feel i hope that they don't try to blame her and that she'll be able to work again. Cause like the guy who I forget his name, um, who ended up playing Han Solo in that star star Wars movie. Oh my God. Yeah. What's that, that dude's name? I, he had kind of a weird name it was very, uh, not a great actor name. I knew that guy growing up a, a little bit when he was, when he was younger. Oh, did um, you really? Yeah. I forget. There's some weird stuff. I'll tell you off the, uh, Oh God. I want to know. I want to know this now. <laughs> But uh, nothing bad about him. He he's totally normal. But Ald Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. Yeah. He was in that movie. He was a horrible choice, by the way. He does not have the easy charisma of a Harrison Ford. Right. Stiff, 
shouldn't have been there in the first place and the movie sucked and who's heard from him since right and he was actually really good in a movie prior that was like nominated for like some oscars i forget what it was but he was kind of like an up-and-coming actor yeah he was and... in that woody allen movie to roam with love or something god we are so bad at this bro <laughs> uh you know the other thing that people are upset about the Batgirl cancellation is because Brendan Fraser is in it, right? And all, the fans are all obsessed with the Brendan sons. Well, the the yeah the comeback for Brendan Fraser, who's yeah. obviously he's gone through some some pretty rough times. Actually, let's let's uh, pull that up really quick while we're talking about it. Yeah, because he's got some new movie coming out with Darren Aronofsky where he plays a, a big a big man. It's called The Whale. And everyone is cheering for him. So, so to see one of his projects get shelved is going to put a dent in his momentum. So Frazier, he's also, um, I think some like people were accusing him of like. Uh, is that Elon Musk or Brendan Frazier? <laughs> they're accusing him of being like fat phobic or something because he's uh, uh, almost. They, they think that that movie, The Whale, is is critics is critical of being fat and be, of being larger or whatever so i think there were some people coming after him for that but now he's very much caught in the crosshairs of this as well because brandon frazier's had some health issues he has he had multiple surgeries he got addicted to painkillers i think went through a pretty nasty divorce had to pay his wife uh his ex-wife like a hundred like a million dollars a year or something in alimony oh like just God. something crazy and he wasn't making that much money he just it's a pretty it's pretty tragic how things went downhill for him and, and this was a, big man deal. was a long time ago jesus i know and the mummy i mean the mummy was like his big thing that really got him uh as like a leading man type of uh, of perspective but then his he had an injury on set or something something happened and then he well, had uh, what really issues and he, it was that too but apparently he's been open about the uh abuse like harassment and abuse that he's gotten from hollywood people, from hollywood so. producers and yeah. i mean i think that he's a true victim of hollywood in a way and, and that was a bad time the 90s especially um for a lot of up-and-coming actors it was just uh i feel like yeah. that was probably like one of the worst eras of hollywood was the was the 90s definitely yeah, I mean, it's hard not to uh, root for the guy. I'm not particularly interested in seeing the, well, maybe the one where he plays the whale. That, that might be good, but. Well, Aronofsky's great. Yeah, so he's, uh, so Brendan Fraser fans are fuming the, about the, the Bang Renaissance. Girl cancellation. Renaissance, not Brendan-sance. Many fans who aren't happy at all about the Warner Brothers Discovery pulling the plug on Batgirl, even though the production had already cost around $90 million, while filming having since been completed, the company made the unprecedented move to cancel its release. Brandon Fraser fans are particularly upset. Fraser would have been appearing as the supervillain Firefly, the primary antagonist. The casting was part of a recent Renaissance, which has seen the actor added to some high-profile projects amid resurgence of popularity. There had been a lot of excitement over seeing him in the film after footage of him on the set was leaked. But now fans can only imagine what those screens would have actually, scenes would have actually looked like. So it does suck. I feel bad for Brandon Fraser, but like you said, he's going to be in a Darren Aronofsky film. Uh, and Darren Aronofsky is one of the like, he's basically like another Christopher Nolan. He is the people love Aronofsky films. He's he's not for everybody, but this is what happened with Mickey Rourke. It's very similar with the wrestler. 
Mickey Rourke got an Oscar nomination for The Wrestler, and he he had kind of become a joke in Hollywood, and he really uh, had a renaissance from that movie and then got Iron Man 2 from it. So it, it's there is still hope for Brendan Fraser. Fear not, Brendan, but, Renaissance fans. By the way, just for our fans who know us from our TMZ work, uh, I'll, I'll put it up on my YouTube page. If you want to see Mickey Rourke inviting me to stick my tongue up his dog's ass, it'll be... Uh... And I'll, let me just say we'll that's an all-time there. Dante Greco classic. So if you if you are interested in seeing it, it's very funny. Go check it out. It's a it's a great clip. It's a yeah. great clip. All right. So um this there's no easy transition here. Okay, here we go. Speaking of shitty companies and, and companies that are trying to like take over and merge and take over the world, uh, I don't think that there is any company that uh I identifies with that ideology more than amazon right i think you'd agree with that i mean amazon is they jesse i don't know if i should after what i said about discovery ceo being a racist and all that <laughs> allegedly should i agree that amazon is a horrible company and cut myself out of working for them too i, I mean, don't know it anything that you've said about amazon they've heard it by now that's they've true. heard it by now so uh do you uh do you have trouble keeping your apartment clean? Uh, sometimes. Do you have a dog? I do. So sometimes with a dog, you know how you're it's it's hard to keep to keep vacuuming up your apartment. You know, you get hair everywhere. So sometimes you want to invest in a Roomba, right? Mm -hmm. And have a little vacuum that can just go around your apartment and can keep things clean for you. You don't have to worry. It's a great product. Well, I have some bad news because Amazon is looking to acquire Roomba or they have, they have acquired it. Um, I don't think, uh, I thought you were going to say they're selling dogs now. No, no, that's not uh, over, over Amazon. You can buy them on amazon.com. So have it primed right over to you. So Amazon to acquire Roomba vacuum maker, iRobot for $1.7 billion. Just the idea of Amazon investing and iRobot technology is scary enough as it is, but they're acquiring Roomba, which is a vacuum that has to measure the dimensions of your apartment and your living space before it can actually operate or function. Like guys, this guy made a tweet about it saying, uh, so Amazon acquires Roomba vacuum maker iRobot for 1.7 billion. Alternative headline, Owen Williams wrote this headline. Amazon buys company that constantly maps the inside of your home. Now, Jesus, I don't think it's that crazy to be concerned about that if you're a Roomba owner. Completely. Because if you have an Alexa at your house or you uh, have a phone and you use Amazon, you have an Amazon Prime app on your phone, you're very likely already being listened to as it is. Your shopping habits are already being put into a database. That's why every single time you go on Instagram, you see things that you want. Like the pairs of Nikes that I really want always seem to show up on my feed. I don't know how it happens, but they seem to always find me. You know, like the movies I like always seem to show up on my feed. And that's because Amazon's algorithm has become so invasive and the idea of them being able to measure the dimensions of my apartment, I am not going to buy a Roomba now because of this. Am I overreacting, Dante? I don't think so. You know, I read this same Twitter thread that you did. And if you go back to the tweets, yeah, the right. guy makes some great points about how, like, they're going to know they'll, it'll be able to recognize your furniture and even stuff that you leave on the ground. 
and like it's it's this invasion like they're, they're literally stripping away any semblance of privacy now within your own home i mean yes we know they already got in there with the alexa and they're listening there's even people you know when i was at tmz i interviewed john mcafee the the crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. who's dead and he was he said samsung which i years later went out and bought a samsung tv anyway he said samsung has cameras in it that watch you in your home so yes we are already under surveillance but this is a creepy new level of being able to map out your house and everything yes. in it. it let me and here's here's a reason why like if you look at your living room right so he says sorry if this seems this is another tweet sorry if this seems overly alarmist but it does make me pause given how much modern Roomba competitors actually know about your house the new robo rock uh, robo rock vacuums can recognize furniture and even stuff you throw on the ground but here's here's that Here, here's another thing if Amazon gets this information, they're going to see, oh, you have this like empty space in the corner of your apartment that could really use this table that perfectly fits that corner with this lamp that would look great on top of it. And then they're going to start suggesting ads to you that are, that are perfect. This is just this takes um, like window shopping to a whole new level. Like yeah. where you, you can't even choose what you want to look for anymore. Not, They're not just going that. to feed it to you at you, all times. You can't get away from it. You used to be able to turn the TV off or put the phone down. If you wanted to get away from ads, now you're going right. to be, you know, eating on your couch and the Roomba is going to come up and suggest that you, you get a new carpet. You're going to, you're going to connect your Roomba to your Alexa too, because you'll be able to say, Hey, Alexa, uh, clean the apartment. And then the Roomba will activate and then it'll go around. Um, here are some more points that he made. Very excited to wake up one day to a push notification from my robot vacuum. Quote, I saw you left your Nike shoes on the floor. They look a bit old. Check out this great deal on Nike shoes. Yeah. How is this <laughs> that a, a ridiculous thing to say? It's not like this not is only, going to happen now. You know, if you take it, if you like take it out far enough, this, everyone is talking now about the, well, not everyone, but there are, you know, increasing, there's increasing conversation about this idea of the social credit score that they're already doing in China. This is the type of data that would be fed into it. You know, right. what is in your house? How messy is your house? Oh, Jesse never picks up his clothes or he just leaves shit out for days and days, you know, like, uh, dock him, you know, he can't get on a plane this month until he cleans his bedroom. Right. Well, also it, it's not just that it would be Amazon, but it'd be shared to other companies. And we, you know, we don't know how, like how reliable a lot of these companies are that are going to have our personal information, Exactly. but they're also going to know like potentially like where you set your wallet down. You know, when you uh, are like, where do you plug your phone in? Jesse, they're going to um, know where you like to fuck. Exactly. Like I mean, it, that's what you have to turn off Alexa when you whenever you do. Whenever you get down and dirty, you got to turn Alexa off. You got to unplug everything. You got to turn your like, phone oh, off. The, the Roomba bumped into Jesse's leg a couple times in the living room on the couch. You know, it's like it's going to know where you do it. And Dante likes to fuck uh, robots. So it's like, <laughs> you know. I was thinking send about you a that. Roomba with a never mind. Who, you know, when these everyone's waiting, awaiting the, the great sex robots of the future. But are you really going to want to have sex with a robot that's going to be logging all of your data in your most personal, intimate behavior? It's just going to log it and send it off to a cloud somewhere. And then right. they're going to they're know literally everything about you. I would never use one of those robots anyway. Yeah. 
but it's it's recommending it starts recommending sex toys to you they're like here's your four inch uh (laughs) uh your your got gawk machine johnny amber heard's instagram i was gonna say johnny depp with his erectile dysfunction would would be a nightmare if the bot oh god could you imagine that's probably how this got out (laughs) what about amber heard's instagram no amber rose i'm sorry amber rose's instagram she uh uh you know, she posts ads for like sex toys and stuff. And so pretty, you know, like you're going to start getting these very personal products like marketed to you. And it just scares me. Well, not to that. I saw in that same Twitter thread, another commenter made a good point. Like, what if this information starts getting shared with law enforcement? Right. You okay. know, if they're going to hit them with a subpoena or something, like they do it with the DNA testing now. Uh, you know, like when you do an ancestry or whatever, that's how they caught the Golden State Killer. They're able to make requests from these companies. What's going to stop them? And you think Amazon's going to stop them from requesting this information? No chance. It's insane. Yeah. You know what else? We're we're living in the post-privacy era and... Have you seen... Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no. Have you when when you I don't know if you shop at Whole Foods, but this always creeps me out now. When I go to Whole Foods, they have the option for the palm checkout thing where like you it scans your palm and you can right. pay with your palm. Who the well, fuck is taking that option? That is such an invasion. And not just that, but now Amazon Fresh, you know, they're creating their grocery stores where you literally don't even pay when you go in. You just like it basically just recognizes your phone or whatever when you go in that you're inside the store. You grab stuff and you walk out with it and then it just charges your account like you never even uh, you never even have to like touch anything. But that implies that you have to have all this just information like all readily available. Like, hold on, Jesse, you don't have to sign up for Amazon Fresh if you want that. You could just move to California. Right. That's true. You can walk into any store, take whatever you want. They are. And they'll steal your jobs at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) No one will stop you as long as it's under $900. Uh, You're good. Anyways, uh, speaking of invasive people uh, spying on you while you're having sex, I don't know how to make this transition. but Are you talking about people like Jesse Rowe that spy on others while they have sex? Yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, people knowing too much about it, I don't know. Anyways. Are you a fan of stand-up comedy? You were people when you were a stand-up comic, Dante, people used to say they, that you reminded them of Dane Cook, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was what everybody would say that you're man, you really remind me of Dane Cook. And I'm not take... talking about your comedic stylings. Yeah, this asshole reminds us of Dane Cook. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, were you a fan of Dane Cook back in uh college or anything? I was never a fan of anything I saw recorded of him, but I did see him live a couple times. You know, you go to the comedy store and they got yeah. a bunch of comics and he was funny there. I can't deny it. So he had one funny joke from a, from a special that he did. And you know, this was when I was like 19. So I thought everything was funny. I thought that kind of humor was funny, but he was talking about um, how, if he could go back in time, he wouldn't uh, like, he wouldn't kill Hitler. He would just go back and like freak out his parents while they're conceiving him <laughs> and they would go up to him he'd go up to them and be like it's me your son from the future and it, that was like one of the few jokes that i liked of dane cooks it's funny um but he's in the news because he got married congratulations dane cook so happy for you uh dane cook is 50 years old and his wife is 23 years old dante oh my god and they've been dating for five years 
Yeah. And they've known each other for eight years. Okay, so let's do the math. So let's do the math here. She's 23. Let me uh, share my screen to help with people who aren't good at math. Well, this is important. Where did he meet her for the first time? So she's 23, known her for eight years. That makes her, my calculations okay. are correct, 15 years old. So he met this girl, his wife, when she was 15. And, but they started dating when she was 18. That's good. And, which is okay. Thank Re you I mean, for waiting. In relative, that's relative progress, the, Dane. Uh, that's progress. Um, but he's getting lambasted online and lampooned because it it does appear like this is another one of those situations of underage grooming, where you and this is what Ezra Miller is being accused of. This is what Crystalia was accused of, where you meet girls who are under the age of eighteen, but you uh this is them him him proposing to her very nice video we can watch it uh so she's very excited and happy congratulations you love birds uh but yeah she looks a little younger than him I'm not gonna lie so a little bit but this goes into the whole thing about grooming and it it does beg the question why did you start dating as soon as she turned 18 and the fact that you guys were friends for a couple of years before she turned 18 suggests that you had romantic feelings for a girl under the age of 18 that you started dating her the second she turned 18. I mean, I'm not making leaps in logic to get to that point as a 45-year-old you know, man or 42-year-old man at the time when you meet this girl. Yeah, it's very strange. I hope you're not expecting me to defend him so that we can you know mix it up on the pod um well we do need contra we need divisiveness to get views so yeah. go by all means please no i think um he's clearly in his own world he's probably got his money and he just doesn't care and i don't know i mean look chris D'Elia is back performing so yeah. it's not like this is and and his Accus accusations at least were, were a lot worse uh I, I, it's not like this is going to kill his stand-up career and i don't know that dane really has much going on in movies anymore so i don't endorse it but i i can see him just being like you know what i'm i don't care i'm 50 i'm gonna do this she'll marry me she's probably thinking look you know he's he's gonna die and i'll still be young <laughs> and i'll get his money well so i'll do it so uh, just to get to this Boston Globe article about it. Um, so Cook and Taylor started dating in 2017 when Taylor was 18. While a flood of congratulatory messages poured in for the happy couple, many couldn't help but comment on the age difference. In a 2018 interview with Us Weekly, Cook said the pair had been friends for a while before they started dating. Um, what do you mean friends? What what 42 year old yeah. is friends with a 15 year old? It, could you just imagine for a second, Dante, that I'm not rich and famous? All right. And I'm 42. I'm only like five years away from that right now. I'm 42, and I start dating you, or I start befriending a 15 year old girl. And I'm hanging out with her, and we're friends, and I'm talking to her. And then the day she turns 18, it's like, hey, this is my new girlfriend. What are you going to think of me? I'm going <laughs> to. I mean, seriously, like, what are you going to think of me? Just put it in the proper I... context here. 
Yeah, it would be very odd. Yeah. We would all be sitting around saying, God, can you believe Jesse is, uh, if he wasn't such a damn good co-host, I'd have to get rid of him. <laughs> can, can you believe, believe Jesse's doing it again? He, no. He's befriended um, a 15-year-old. I want to know where they met. Where did this friendship begin? So when we started dating, we were there on our first trip together five years later. Oh, he's ta she's talking about the, uh, or he's talking about the where he proposed. Um, let me see. Does this article have it? No. It Did she not. come to a show? Is is she one of his leftover MySpace friends? You know, he used to request people to be friends on MySpace. That's kind of how he built his well following. So, right. Well, this is also this article just popped up today as we're talking about this. Um, but so if we're if you if you weren't thinking that this was a big deal enough, well, just listen to this story. Dane Cook accused of hosting game night parties with teen girls. After announcing his engagement to longtime girlfriend, Dane Cook's Instagram account has be become the subject of deep dives that appear to show multiple teenage girls attending his, quote, game nights during the past decade. His guests at his parties have included Joey King and Bella Thorne while they were teenagers, but also older celebrities such as Seth Green and his wife, Claire Grant. On Wednesday, Cook announced his engagement to Kelsey Taylor, whom he's officially been in a relationship for five years. They met at one of his game nights prior to their relationship, which led to speculation as to exactly when and how old Taylor was when they first met. The topic mm. of the couple's engagement and relationship was widely discussed online, leading to some internet sleuths to look deeper into Cook's social media accounts for the first mention of Taylor. Um, Egan Morrissey was one of the first to investigate, finding that Cook has a history of having teenage girls over for game night parties with friends. Taylor was first tagged by Cook in October of 2016 when she was still 17 years old, though she would turn 18 later that month. Speaking in a 2019 Instagram Live, Cook confirmed he met Taylor for the first time at one of his game nights, and they became Instagram official as a couple in April 2019. Now, look, it might not be that like every time he has one of these game nights that he's using it to look for girls because he might just have like up and coming actors, young actors over to his house, have more from a game night. Maybe he can set them up with like the right people, you know, yeah, I mean, but look, Jesse, he's only married one of them. Right, exactly. Guys, the odds are he's not there to <laughs> he's not out to get I mean, if we're thinking hundreds of them have been out there, I mean that's like a five percent chance that you're yeah. that you're safe. I don't know. I mean a ninety five percent chance, I should say. If you're gonna play the devil's advocate, you would say, Well, okay, a little bit look at on the flip side, look at Sam Taylor Johnson and his older woman uh director wife, or or look at Macron in France. Right. Uh, I guess what Dane should have done is move to Europe before he did this. Right. He would have They're been all exonerated European. of all charges. He would have won an Oscar if he just it, moved to Europe. It would have been accepted. There, there yeah. are those couples are European and in Hollywood Europe, only accepts you if you if you flee the country. Then they'll give you a lifetime achievement award at the uh, at, at some award ceremony. Exactly. So this is a photo from one of the game nights. Um, so you see Dane. I think where is he? I don't see him. Where is Dane? Is this him? Maybe no? he's taking the picture. So maybe Dane is taking the picture, right? Oh no, there yeah, he so is, right is... in the middle. He's we got a hat on. Oh, I see him. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he's got a bunch of people who are you know older age, but you do see some young people, like one girl here, a girl here. I mean, it doesn't seem that bad. Girl here, girl here. They do seem pretty young. Oh, she's pretty young. Yeah, I mean. Is this where that Hollywood game night with Jane Lynch show idea came from? Right, maybe it's it's possible, or this is just one of the uh, other uh, Joe Manganiello's uh, Dungeons and Dragons games, one of his legendary Dungeons and Dragons games. Um, 
here's the thing. What this photo says to me right here, and you have people like Seth Green, who I'm not going to implicate in this at all. Like, I'm not trying to say that Seth Green is, but I'm just saying if he has like, if he feels comfortable with having like 17 and 16 year old girls over to his house for game night, along with other celebrities to the point that he's going to marry one of the girls that was at a game night that these older people have been at. This says to me that this is just very commonplace within these groups of people that they're just used to it that everybody's kind of like accepted it as like a social norm of, of living in Hollywood, that a lot of these girls are kind of like thrown into these parties that are the sole intent of like being groomed and being available to these men, these powerful men as they, as they become of age, technically no crime has been committed, but a serious moral and ethical line has been crossed. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, well, technically it's okay, but it's not really okay. So yeah, that's what. Um, hey, didn't you meet? Uh, you met your wife at a game night, right? <laughs> Just kidding. We were um, on Jeff Jeffrey Epstein's island. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yep, that's what's going on. Um, oh, so that was Joey King in this photo, I guess. Oh. That's Joey King right there. Yeah. So well, she was, well, when well. She was sixteen. Here she is at a game night, but she with Dan Cook, but she can't keep her like on Johnny Depp's post. Okay. Wow, I didn't even make that connection. Well done. Well done. Freaking what a hypocrite. So she is she is she gonna remove all of her likes from Dane Cook's uh game night posts? Did she send them a wedding gift? I'd love Let's to look know. into that. Let's look, we're gonna update you on the next episode. I'm gonna do some digging and see if Joey King has removed any of her likes from Dane Cook's um uh, Instagram posts and we will get back to you on that. We will get back to you on that. So anyways, just a developing story here at the front row about yet another Hollywood celebrity who's dating a girl half his age. The front row investigates. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Dante, been a pleasure as always. This was a long episode. I think we've literally gone like an hour and 40 minutes or something. Nice. Very we're long. giving we're giving them a lot of content to consume. I'm gonna have to edit out a lot of problematic things you said today. <laughs> um, so what's up with you? How are you? How's the fields? What are you up to this week? It's great. I love being back in the fields, uh, doing it my way for the Dante Greco show, getting interviews. I'll be going back out there right after this. And uh isn't it you know, nice to like go out there and not have to worry about what somebody's going to think of your video? You can just decide what's a good video and what's not. Make that decision yourself. I mean, the money sucks right now, yeah. but the the vibe, the the freedom is awesome. It's great. I can ask whatever I want. Yeah, uh, I can put up any shitty video that I get. And, and for those of you who are confused about what we're talking about, just to be clear, we were never criticized for the videos that we turned in to our former employer. We, we all, they, they were, our clips were always met with just wonderful feedback. Jesse was, yeah, Jesse was nominated for an Emmy. For I was. Want to remind you? Yeah, dig that out of the trash can. Yeah, Let's see. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's all crinkled up. It's not even worth putting in a frame anymore. But. All right. Well, I look forward to it. To people who are a little surprised about what's going on with my page right now, I'm going through a rebrand. So I will be uh, introducing some new thumbnails, uh, some new color schemes to my videos. Please give me some feedback. Let me know what you guys think, because uh, I'm just trying to make my content more palatable and, and consumable for you guys. So I'd appreciate your feedback and what you think. Um, I believe Dante will be doing the same thing. Uh, but my, I will be 
stealing Jesse's rebrand and putting yeah. it on my page. Yes. And if any, the comments that I've seen is that Dante, you are in dire need of a rebrand. So I'm proud <laughs> yeah. of you. All right. Well, good luck out there. Go get some good shots. Maybe we'll play some on the show next week or something. And uh, yeah. Thank you guys, as always, to all of our front row sexuals and front robots and Greco-Roman soldiers out there. I, uh, I'm, that's a new one I'm introducing. Like Greco-Roman wrestlers. Right, yeah. So uh, just don't go to any Dane Cook parties. And we will see you guys very, very soon. We love you. Take it easy. So long. Do, 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 do.